Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. To come out. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. It's Pat and JT, Twitter, Instagram, and then on Facebook or texting at 402-403-9478. We'd love to hear from you guys. You can call us a voicemail, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of which, too, did you see the text messages? Um, well, actually, they were on Facebook, I think, about you you guys in the edge. Oh, I did, yes. I, it, it's funny. Um, um, I think, oh, I don't How did that get started? There was something, and, and just in case somebody, you know, in case people don't all know, um, there was a day, there was a time about 20 years ago uh, in the 90s when you were doing... Oh, it was Lord, a night show, right? It's, is it almost okay? So it was two thousand. It was nineteen ninety six and seven, five, six, seven in there. So ninety five, two thousand five, two thousand. You're gonna add that up. <laughs> five or above, give it a shove. I don't want to give it a shove because it'll be damn near thirty. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> oh my god, that kind of resets you for. Well, that's a doesn't. kick in the seeds, <laughs> man. <laughs> But you and Scott um, Papik were on the edge, and a lot of people still remember oh, the '90s. There was a lot that was going on that was great in the '90s, you know. And, and I mean, we've gotten gone down that road before, but I think it was because was it because one of your pictures popped up in Memories or something? Yeah, that had to do with um. It was the Ranch oh, Bowl uh, movie. What, what's that? The Ranch Bowl movie. It was the Ranch Bowl. That's yeah, what it was. they they were they came up on, uh, a couple of years ago and interviewed Scotty and I as part of this Ranch Bowl documentary. I don't know when it's coming out. Years ago. Three years, unbelievable. Three years ago. So who knows? Hopefully it'll come out soon. Um, but yeah. it was fun. And that yeah, somebody had commented on it because they were looking for Scott and I had a a CD back in the day of parody songs. Absolutely <laughs> would have been canceled in four seconds if that CD came out now. <laughs> I mean, we're talking legit canceled and I, it, I'd have to move. It was so bad. Um, but yeah, but it came out and the guy who owned and ran the ranch bowl underwrote it, put it out and he had a ties at Homer's, which is a local music store. And for a, it was just so happened that when we put that CD out, it was right before a concert that we see things that we would do called edge fest. So we did edge fest and we sold like 2000 CDs at edge fest the, like that weekend that it came out on thursday that weekend we sold a ton well like i don't know what something happened like that fall to where on the radio station some things were happening and we, they weren't advertising very much we didn't have any okay inside baseball but they got they let us really promote this cd on the air just because and usually that's a no-no right so right. we did, and then for three weeks straight, we were the number one selling CD at Homer's. We were beating Dave Matthews Band. We beat Pearl Jam. <laughs> like it was, it was absolutely crazy. Um, <laughs> so, and I, I'm trying to look for the message, but somebody was looking for a copy of that C, of said yes, CD. Yes, they were. Um, let me see if I can find it too. I'll kind of check real quick because I saw. I think her uh, name was Corinne. Yes, Corinne Larson. See, it and right. there you go. Okay. Yep. And she was wondering, is that the same? <clears throat> Wait, and I said yes, it is. Yeah, that would be him. and then so Scott then commented on it and said that he tried to buy one on eBay but got beat out, which that is not accurate. Uh, <laughs> and then Nikki Boulay, who was also on the edge with us at that time, and then Chris Flum was on there, and he was a uh, intern, peanut butter man. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody listens to the radio here in Omaha now, Big Party used to, was our intern, and we threw sausages at him. So that was super fun. Uh, mm-hmm. But Nikki brought up the thing. We were, it was so dumb. The stuff we would do was so dumb, but we weren't, we were two idiots. We weren't radio guys. We were just idiots that they gave microphones to. And we just did what we thought was funny. Okay. So what did, what did Papik do before you guys were on the edge? Uh, we both, we met together previous, we met each other previously, like a lifetime before that at Rosenblatt stadium. At Rosenblatt, right? Uh, yep. And then what did he do between Rosenblatt and the edge because I know in that time you were a Rockets intern mm-hmm. and then and he was a, he wasn't even in radio he was uh worked okay. on Kino boards like he walked he'd drive around in a van and a creepy Kino van not creepy at yeah all. and he'd go from place to place to play I remember the name of the company too it's probably not even around but it's one of those things that just gets seared in your head because he would drive around and do that and I was working at Sweet 98 and then the edge at the time. And then Scott came on and worked for free. So he'd work overnights at the radio station just to get in, just, just to get in. He would work for free and then, um, go work his day job during the day and then come at the station and work at night. See that. Okay. Interesting. Cause I go back to when you first started in radio, when I first started, I had, I had a day job, which was, it was at the radio station, but it was office. It was like assistant promotions. So I was there, but I wanted to be on the air. So I would, I would work on the air for free in the overnights on one of the shows and, and literally sleep at the flipping station. Uh-huh. I mean, there were, there was a time that I did that when I first, when I first had started, it was like, you'd, you'd work during the day and, and my house was like 30 minutes away. And so we'd work during the day and then they get to be on the air at night. And so it's stay overnight. And we got, we got done at four in the morning. And well, by that point is either, well, catch a couple hours in the sleeping bag or <laughs> go home, yeah. take a shower. <laughs> so you'd, you'd take a shower every other day, maybe ish, every and third so day. Right. Either they're going to bar you or they're going to start paying you. Yeah. One of the two is going to happen. Luckily, they started paying me. They started paying Scott. They started paying you. So that's like <laughs> it's it's one of those things. You just wear them down. Yes. Just like how I got Beth to marry me. Just wear them down. Wear them down. Wear them down. Showing up. Keep showing up. Right? So, yeah, he did that. And then finally they offered something like just the circumstances happened where they didn't. The night person, the guy, night guy left to go to St. Louis and they needed a night show. And Scott and I did a night show at on the weekends from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. called The Pit, which was just, just it was fun, but it was just god-awful, right? I mean, it was so much fun, but the music was just rough. Um, and, yeah, so we did that, and then they moved us up to do nights, and that's when we started do, doing kind of whatever. We had this thing called The Cuss Tour. It was, and when Nikki posted on the string here, it's like Cuss Tour 2023, and I had forgotten completely about The Cuss Tour. Our, our, we had a big map in our studio and every night we would try to get someone ran. We'd randomly pick a phone number, whether it was a business or, I mean, it was business. It wasn't re- residents, but it was like gas stations, restaurants, whatever. Um, and we had, we'd try to get someone in each state to cuss at us. And we would just, we would just, I mean, ta- ta- say the stupidest stuff on the phone and oh just, God. and 90% of the time we'd fake it, make it, if they said something that sounded like a cuss word and beep it, whatever. But we, yeah. But we got all 50 states to cuss at us. And so we might have to bring back the Pat and JT cuss tour 2023. Right? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And I sadly, no, I, I, I have I a CD. I have a copy of that CD. Too. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead. I say I have a copy of that CD in my office. Um, <laughs> and there's some people threw some tracks up on YouTube as well. So if you want to go find it, it's out there. Oh, my God. It's rough. But yeah, I was I, ours. The overnight show was called Middle of the Damn Night Show. And some of the dumb shit that we did. <laughs> did which was at the time was acceptable and was funny mm-hmm. and now i'm just like oh my god I yeah can't believe 
Oh my gosh. Uh, one thing that, mm-hmm. that pops in my head that uh, our boss told us we had to throw the tape away is that we recorded this, this girl called up. She was like 12 or whatever. And, uh, <laughs> She oh was God. she was requesting a song and her little brother was behind her and just jaw 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 like wouldn't leave would just like talk. And we're just trying to talk to this girl, get her on the air, requesting a song, something stupid. And I don't remember if Scott or me, I'll say Scott, said, Will you just shut that kid up? Go hit him or something. Puts the phone down and cuffs him. Just oh pop. My. And he starts bawling. You're the parents screaming, and we're like, oh God. Of course, we played it on the air, got in a little bit of trouble for that one. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's, that's what I mean by can't getting canceled. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a good thing that doesn't resurface. Oh my gosh. I mean, <laughs> I couldn't even, I, I honestly don't even think I could play it now for Beth. She's never heard it. She's never asked about it. She, she's asked about it, but I've said, I've told her absolutely unequivocally you zero. To, you have to tell her it is what it is. And that's that. It, without that, that that all the good and the bad brought you where brought you to where you are today. Oh, I don't think "Where's My Leg" brought me to where I am today. <laughs> Although "Where's My Leg," my favorite part of yes, this whole that's because it gave you some humility. Oh, Look at you. You're my favorite of red right now. Nobody can see him but me. And actually, now and actually, think about okay. "Where's My Leg" is actually one of the better one of our better cuts. <laughs> but my favorite part of this is that this when this CD came out, it was when. Um, Blue Moon Ghetto, if you've been around here for any amount of time, you know who Blue Moon Ghetto is. They were huge. At this time, they were huge, like nationally. They had a couple songs. Shine All the Time was played on radio stations all over the country, um, selling out shows all over the Midwest, right? And Nikki Boulay is on the Shine All the Time. She sings backup and has her little part, and like, yeah, the whole crowd would sing her part, and she was on with a radio station with us. So our big thing was like, Nikki, if we write, I sound like One Republic, if we write a part for you in our song, will you please sing back up? So she's like, I'll do whatever. So we are like, okay, we've got Boule in, she's in. So we- She we, had no standards at that time either. No, no, no. No, she, okay. didn't, she didn't care. <laughs> Obviously she didn't care. And that's part of the reason why I don't want this to come out is because I don't, because not only Scott and I could get canceled, Nikki could get canceled, we all could. Uh, but yeah, she sang back up on um, Not An Ass and Where's My Leg. Where's my leg was, uh, it was a song. It was, it was a ballad about uh, two kids that find each other on Broadway and council bluffs. Um, one doesn't have a leg and then he meets a girl while they're cruising Broadway and their eyes meet and she takes her arm off. That's all. Oh my God. And where's my leg? Where's my arm? Who wrote that? Uh, Your boy. Hmm. Me and Scotty did. And then, and then you always throw Scott in. I did, well, he, we did, he, we did, we worked, we, it was a collab mo on that. And, and, and Jeff DeGan gets some, gets credits on uh, Tattoo was a song we had about uh, Fantasy Island. Um, again, cancelable violently. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, DeGan could get canceled. Um, and then we have a little uh, comedy piece on there. I use that term loosely about, <laughs> about Chip, the killer. I can't even say what the title of it is because I'm going to get canceled. Yeah. It's a Chip, the killer. And it's a term for a small person. And he was, and he lived, he was, he, his parents were, this is so stupid. His, <laughs> his parents, full-size parents were professional bowlers and they were going to a tournament in some other country and he, the plane crashed and he was the only one that survived. And he had to, he was before he could read and he, all he had was a a crate like I'm talking a pallet of cigarettes in mm-hmm. the, for some reason they were taking that to their bowling tournament and they had bo- he had bowling manuals so he learned to read by reading bowling manuals he could only speak in bowling terms and 
The, and he wasn't actually he wasn't a term for a little person until he ate nothing but cigarettes, and then it stunted his growth. So he didn't grow past the age of five. So it was of his own doing. So then, yeah. So we had that little piece on there about Chip the Killer. If nothing else, you this could serve as as really as as like a, it it really is a microcosm for the world today, because of where we've come to how many how much things have changed this century. Yeah. Right. From where we were at the end of the last one. And thankfully you documented that. Oh, so God. <laughs> I mean I well, I was doing achy breaky heart down O Street in Lincoln. Mm-hmm. You were doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At I mean the same time. And so roughly the same time. And we had a parody of Meredith Brooks, her song Bitch. We oh, called yeah. it Dick, and it was exactly what wow. you could imagine. Awful. Wow. Oh my God, I don't even know where to go after this. I I'm, I'm just trying to think here. We had some things, and I didn't. I, 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 I guess I didn't expect so much commentary. This is this is. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's a therapy session almost. Right. It, uh, well, <laughs> see, seeing that question about it, I hadn't thought about that in a long time. Even though I see the right. CD, I have the poster. The name of our rec CD was uh, on the, "Born on the Set of a Kung Fu Movie," which means nothing. I didn't come up with it. Uh, one of the guys at Ranch Bowl came up with it. I don't even know what it means. So I've got that poster in my office here. So I see it on the daily, mm-hmm. and then I have yeah. the copy of the CD there too. And I think about that, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Keep it fresh. Oh my god! Keep it fresh in your mind. Yep. So that, yes. So don't ever forget. You can never. We'll never forget. Yeah. That, that's what your never forget means when you hear that. Yeah. Well, and never okay. Forget. And I know we've talked about this before. Brief. Another quick little story, but it's like all this mm-hmm. stuff we've talked about it recently, but um when Scott and I were on at night and then I transitioned when Scott went and moved to another city and got a job in radio to Degan and I working, Jeff Degan and I working nights. And we were the, the radio show that Adam Devine called when Adam Devine actor guy from Omaha comedian called when he had mm-hmm. gotten uh, hit by a dump truck in his, or garbage truck or dump truck, whatever, and broke both of his legs and he was in bed and he needed his whatever creative outlet. He'd call and do his Chris Farley impersonation and it was spot on and we would put him on the air all the time. And um, yeah, so that was a pretty cool You're the reason memory. he's famous. 100%. Pretty much. Yep, that's the only reason why we got him through his the darkest times. Right? Yep, so that's pretty not, much. 100%. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. What else do we have on the <laughs> on the short list? Uh, oh, the fantasy football uh, draw a draft was yesterday, and I didn't get to go, so everything was left in past hands. No reason and to worry Pat, about that. Um, Pat absolutely gave us what we what we paid for. Yeah. Um, we got notes back from uh, Yahoo, which is who our fantasy team is through, and said we scored a solid C plus. In our, in our draft. That's the brand which for me. Is, which I got to say puts us right in the middle of the pack. Fine. Of all the teams. So we had uh, some A's and there was a couple, three below us that were C minuses. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I don't want to come C's. in. I don't want to come in like blaze and glory. I like to come from behind and like surprise people. Sneak yeah. That's right. That's the way to go. That's mm-hmm. the way to go. There's a lot of pressure on those that scored the A's. Yeah. Uh, because now we're going to see if they can maintain that. You know, it's like you, you just kind of want to slow roll it. You really don't want the pressure, right? Yeah. Oh, no, I, not at all. Not at all. 
And what's so how funny, did that go? It, well, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, I had never been through a, a fantasy football draft before. I'd never uh, seen it in person. I've never been part of, on a fantasy team. So it was really cool seeing so many people get so, they're so into it. Um, John Carroll was there and Chad was there with their team. And John had spreadsheets and papers and her cussing back there when somebody would get a player that he wanted. It was, it, it's fun. And uh, Beth and I had a good time. And I think we are really going to try to focus and learn how to do this because I think it'll be something. Because mm-hmm. I don't have an NFL team. I don't, I'm like, I'm a Chiefs dude. I'm a Chargers, whatever. I don't. I don't anymore. That's, mm-mm. yeah. Once Grant Wistrom retired, I was out. Once his, <laughs> once his abs hung up his, their cleats. <laughs> So this would be a way. To, this would be a way to keep it instead of that. I don't have a team. Like I can't wait to watch blah 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 on Sunday. Now I'll have a whole bunch of teams to kind of keep track on a whole bunch of players. So just keep make it interesting and and yeah. it's it's fun. Oh. Well, we'll we'll kind of go through that because we're we're gearing up for the first week next week, right? So mm-hmm. we need to kind of we'll take a look and see what we got coming up. But I think it said something about that week nine. I think half of the players that you chose are all on a bye week. Um, so I don't know if we'll have any players playing. <laughs> hey, have you to. know what though? I, they're gonna they're yeah, gonna be more rested. Great. They're gonna be more rested week two though. I'll tell you that. We'll have one week where nobody. Yeah, we have no players contending. Apparently, yeah. there's there. I don't know. Maybe you chose from the same teams. I didn't. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's a little a sneaky thing is mm-hmm. that um, I couldn't take it off of auto draft. So I didn't personally make any choices. And so it would go and it would, it would go all the way to the end of my two minutes and then it would pick somebody and I couldn't, it wouldn't let me star it because the draft had already started. So I couldn't go in and star who I wanted. So, oh my God. Yeah. So it, it just took so this the is best. Yahoo's fault. I'm not a Yahoo. I tried my best. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Yeah. Anywho, uh, okay, one short story. I just had to throw this out here. So I saw a story about Mariah Carey this weekend, and it came out on the Daily Mail, which is always a, a kick. <clears throat> and it started off because I was like, God, I haven't heard about her in ages. Man, what is she doing? What, what is going on? So I clicked on it, and it was it was ta- talking about her stepping out in her clingy nude-colored dress. And she had her boyfriend with her, um, and they've been together for a long time. But um, I didn't realize she was over 50. I, I mean, to me, Mariah Carey is always... Infinitely 31 or whatever. Right. Uh-huh. And butterflies all around her and yeah. all that stuff. And anyway, and her boyfriend, I think, is in his 30s. And but they've been together a long time. He was one of her backup dancers like 15 years ago. That's when they first met. And they've been together probably six or seven years. But anyway, what got me was that then the story went to her kids and had a picture of her and Nick Cannon. Cause her kids now are like 10 or 12 i think i think yeah um, they've got to be 10, 10 not, or 10 or yeah some, not older. There, I think they were born 2011 yeah 2011 uh, monroe and moroccan you might remember mm-hmm. and there's a there was a picture of them when the kids were maybe five or six but anyway i didn't know okay M- monroe was named for marilyn monroe that part i didn't know moroccan i thought was because they were conceived in morocco you know why not um no it was because of the moroccan decor that she had in her apartment which is okay. where he asked her to marry him and that's why that's so they weird went with monroe and moroccan um but <laughs> anyway better than shabby I mean, chic i guess right could have been um so they they were together for a number of years and and then they got divorced i think six years or something like that and anyway he went on those were his first two kids right so that was 10 12 years ago 
And the boy is, is honestly trying to make up for anybody that doesn't have kids. He's trying to make up for you because he is expecting child number 10 this year. And I was like, wait, stop. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that many. Um, but you go through the list of his kids and he's got a son named Golden and a daughter named Powerful Queen. And and there there believe me, there's a whole Reddit on the names of his kids. Powerful Queen. Um, powerful Queen and and Golden. And then he has he said, by the way, too, I'm having all my kids on purpose. I have no accidents. And and honestly, I gotta say I'm glad for him to say that. Sure. For the too. kids. For the kids, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's awesome. He has one named Zion Mix Mix. Oh, I gotta say this out loud. Hold on. Mixolydian, Mixolydian, Mixolydian. Okay, that has to do with the musical scale. Mixolydian is a Greek term. I had to look it up because I'm like, what the heck is a Mixolydian? So Zion, Mixolydian. And then the daughter is Zillion and her middle name is H-D-I-R. H-D-E-I-R? H-E-I-R. So Zillionaire? Oh, man. Nice. (laughs) That's slick. That is really (laughs) slick. I like that. I love it. Yeah. And they're twins. Um, and then what was the other one? And then legendary love is another son. And more recently that that's a, one of his younger ones. And then Zen is the one that he lost, um, had had something. And I think was six months old when he passed away and now, and that was in 2021. And then he said he was going to be celibate for a while, but then uh, like two months later, he had another child and then he announced another one on the way. So I don't know if the celibacy took place after or before that, but <laughs> he's well, got, he's got one more still coming. I yeah. guess how long, how long, how long of an amount of time do you have to not do it to be considered celibate? Is one day celibate or I is, mean, that's what I mean. I don't know. Like if, I, if you're going to be celibate for the celibate for the week, like I'm celibate for the week, like is you're he, fasting is fasting six hours or is it 24? If you're not is eating, it, or you're fast. If you're not eating, you're fasting. Right. So, so he he's could, celebrating right now. He's celebrating. <laughs> he's celebrating. Celebrating. <laughs> anyway. That just sounds so gross. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. So I went down the Nick Cannon um, wormhole. And and also, just, just going through, like, why he's famous. I mean, he's another one. He just didn't go away. Yeah. That's, that's and basically. Back to the theme of the beginning. Started out as a radio dude. Radio people just are like gnats. We don't go away don't until finally people away. just give us what we want to shut us up. He he got, I mean, he he literally had like dumb stuff that he was doing and then he ended up getting a show that was awful and got canceled. And then he got another show and he's just like the guy that's always around when they need somebody to fill a hole. They're kind of like, <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> I mean, nine kids. <laughs> On so many levels. Right. Anyway, when they need somebody to be on a show, he's just, he's in the, in the hallway and it's like, well, Nick's here. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's sleeping in there. He's sleeping out there. You can come on in and do it. That's how he ends up being the host of all these stupid shows. And I'm like, well, he's got to keep doing it now. He's feeding 10 kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has no five choice. Mamas. Yes. He's- 10 kids and five mamas. And I think he's planning to marry one, one, the one that just had zillionaire. That's the one that's a girlfriend now, but there's one in between there coming. So apparently everybody's good with that. Uh, that's confusing, but I mean, as long as he can keep track of it. He's paying for him, so. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anything in the news about him not. 
So whatever. Nope. Get after so it, buddy. <laughs> so good for him. Get after it. Anyway, so that's all I got. <laughs> Me. I think that's a lot. We covered a lot of ground. There. I, I I have no idea how to tie this into our friends at Centris. I, there's just no, I don't think. Um, well, okay. Feeding 10 kids would not be easy. True. Um, they can help you out with, uh, with your savings account and checking accounts. Um, they can help you out with all of that stuff. I mean, seriously, if you, if you're looking for a good partner financially, I think that that's a good place to start. Um, and as a matter of fact, if you're looking for a new career, that's also a good place to start. Maybe Nick um, Cannon might need a second gig. Right? Because this is, they have a future you can bank on that could be waiting for you at Centris Federal Credit Union if you're looking for a new career that provides you with education, mentorship, and a pathway for growth. Go to centrisfcu.org slash careers for more information. Uh, and then I'll, on, on the other side of this, the, the blogs for financial information as far as uh, mortgages and savings accounts and checking accounts, it's all there on their website. Absolutely. Remember, federally insured by the NCUA, equal opportunity, affirmative action, employer, and they're fantastic people. And uh, supporters of our podcast, uh, centrusfcu.org and 402-334-7000. That is um, their phone number. You can call them. They're local. Thank you guys for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find our Pat and JT podcast. Production.